Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We follow too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. Grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. For the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Father, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all their sins and with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 65 Thou, O God, art praised in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed in Jerusalem. Thou that hearest the prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. My misdeeds prevail against me. O be thou merciful unto our sins. Blessed is the man whom thou chooseth, and receiveth unto thee. He shall dwell in thy court, and shall be satisfied with the pleasures of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Thou shalt show us wonderful things in thy righteousness, O God of our salvation. Thou that art the hope of all the ends of the earth, and of them that remain in the broad sea. Who in his strength setteth fast the mountains, and is girded about with power. Who stilleth the raging of the sea, and the noise of his waves, and the madness of the peoples. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth shall be afraid of thy tokens. Thou that makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to praise thee. Thou visitest the earth, and blessest it. Thou makest it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. Thou preparest their corn, and so thou providest for the earth. Thou waterest her furrows. Thou sendest rain unto the little valleys thereof. Thou makest it soft with the drops of rain, and blessest the increase of it. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy clouds drop fatness. They shall drop upon the dwellings of the wilderness, and the little hills shall rejoice on every side. The fold shall be full of sheep, the valleys also shall stand so thick with corn, that they shall laugh and sing. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth verse of the forty-fourth chapter, of the book of Isaiah. 
Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. And who can proclaim as I do? Then let him declare it and set it in order for me. Since I appointed the ancient people and the things that are, to, uh, that are coming and shall come, let them show these to them. Do not fear nor be afraid. Have I not told you from that time and declared it? You are my witnesses. Is there a God besides me? Indeed, there is no other rock. I know not one. Remember these, O Jacob and Israel, for you are my servant. I have formed you, you are my servant. O Israel, you will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions, and like a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout your lower parts of the earth. Break forth into singing, you mountains, O forest, and every tree in it. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and glorified himself in Israel. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the fourth chapter of the first epistle of Peter. By the end of all things is it at hand. Therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak of the, as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. 
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who hast given thine only Son to be unto us both a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life, give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through the same, thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. And by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thine only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, welcome. Just a couple of uh, thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our Old Testament lesson comes from Isaiah 44. And it starts out with uh, God proclaiming himself as the Redeemer, and also um, proclaiming himself as uh, the the only God. There is no other God besides me. Um, and these two things kind of go together. I had a professor in seminary who had us write a paper that linked the um, the fact that that uh, some some entity could be God and some entity could be a savior. Um, and according to Bible, those, those two things are exactly the same. It's similar like when you take geometry and you've, you've heard, um, if it's a square, then it's a rectangle, but the, the, um, the other way doesn't always work. If it's a rectangle, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a square. And so what the professor was trying to have us do is he was trying to link, if it's God, then he saves his people, and the other way around is true. If one saves his people, then he must be God. And so we went through a bunch of different verses in the Bible that kind of linked this characteristic that um, not only is it the property of God to save his people and to redeem his creation, but God is the only one that's able to do it. There's no other way that it could happen. 
is that if the creation is going to be redeemed, if it's going to be saved, only God is the, the person that is able to make that happen. And this, this verse kind of was one of those verses that kind of links this idea that, um, so the Redeemer, the one who brings um, out of sin and death his people, is the same one who is God, and there are no other, that they are the same. And uh, the, the act of redeeming, the act of, of bringing back out, which we are celebrating during Eastertide, is uh, we, we are in the celebration that, that God has, has gone down to meet us in sin and death and grabbed us and raised us out of that into resurrection and life again. And only God was able to do that. Only God is able to, once he's down in sin and death, stand back up with us in resurrection and bring us with him. And so this is the, the thing that we are, are celebrating. And it, it's often, um, you know, the resurrection, the redemption of the world is, is often uh, compared to or described as, uh, because it's true, is a new creation. That uh, when you are baptized, uh, we become new creatures. We are different, ontologically different than we were before baptism. We are part of the new creation. We were, you know, buried uh, died and buried with Christ and raised again in his resurrection and, and therefore are new creatures. And um, the act of creation is something only that God is able to do. And God spends a lot of his time in this Isaiah passage talking about um, redeeming and, and creating anew, um, you know, his people. And uh, our proper response to that is uh, to to love him with thankfulness and to act like new creatures. So when we turn to our first Peter verse, uh, it, and it talks about the gifts that God gives us. Um, God gives us gifts and he wants us to use them. We, we are then supposed to you know, act like that thing which we are, which is the new creation. We are different uh, than we once were. And uh, not only are we supposed to act like new creatures, God wants us to take... Uh, part in the creative process of redeeming the world with him. So um, he gives us gifts, and it, it pleases him to have us take part in this, um, you know, this new creation and bringing about the redemption of the world, not just being passively, oh, no, now I'm, now I'm clean again, now I'm going to rise from the dead, but no, also to go out and to, to help, you know, change the world with the use of our gifts. So uh, one thing that, that God has, God has the ability to take um, out of nothing and, and create something, right? He created, you know, the world and, and all that we know and can see. Um, and humanity, we do have an ability to create as well. We can create art, we um, can create essays, we can create mathematical proofs, um, so we have the ability to create, but we don't have the ability to create from nothing. We have to have some material there, but we do have the, you know, the ability to imagine and to create anew. And, and so it, it's a very similar way. God is the one who made the new creation through the resurrection of his son. And, um, 
only God could do that, but we do have the ability to get, take what God gives us through his Holy Spirit, through the gifts that he gives us, and be participants in also bringing about that creation. So there's, there is, uh, there's, there's a, you know, when I say we, we are taking part of the new creation and helping, helping to bring about the redemption, um, it's, it's the same difference. We cannot create from nothing. We do have the ability to be creative. And so that's what I mean when, when I say this. And so um, God gives us gifts through the Holy Spirit to do that and to, to minister to the world and, and to actually take part in changing the world that we live in for the better and to bring about the new creation that we will be existing in for eternity, which is quite the responsibility. And it pleases God to do that. He wants his creation to take part in this. Um, I also like the line here that um, love can cover a multitude of sins. Uh, my uh, grandfather, it always reminds me, my grandfather used to be um, the president of a bank, and he would tell his tellers back in the 60s and 70s before there was an ATM that a good smile will cover up um, a multitude of incompetency. And so this, this kind of, you know, calls to mind that, that, that love will cover a multitude of sins. And that what that means is that when we have a, a right heart, when we are, um, as, as Bishop would, was saying, as, as we're, we're loving our neighbors, ourself, that is what characterizes us. That's the witness of the risen Lord to the world is our love for one another. And yeah, within the body of Christ, we are going to run into some messiness because we're still people. And sin is going to happen, and people are going to get hurt. And love is the thing, the love we have for one another is the thing that, that helps to um, help us move beyond that messiness and actually smooth away the messiness, is that, that our love, when we do interact with each other and we do use our guests for the bringing up of the, you know, the, the, the redeemed world, then... then um, if we do so in love, then that first off, that characterizes the church as, as something different to the world, but it also helps us to be more um, efficient in our creative process. So there's so a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. We'll continue uh, this evening by praying the litany for the church in evangelism. You can follow along by saying aloud the italicized portions, the link for the litany is found in the chat bar. We offer the litany for the church in evangelism this, this evening to the glory of God for the prayers and intercessions of all those who are present. We ask that God would bless the diocese of the Holy Trinity and the communities we are working with and open up uh, new opportunities in mission and ministry and also strengthen the current ministries and missions that are are going on with us. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
And may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word and to receive it with pure affection, to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Your impatience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. And may it please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers to turn their heart. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, forgive us our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God. And they may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed, in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry, and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts, to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon the diocese of the Holy Trinity, and the communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, Restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bob, or sorry, Ed and Barb, for reading and responding. <laughs> Thank you all for being here tonight. Have a wonderful Wednesday.
That was kind of a tweener. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank Have you. a good night. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>